Blog Talk Radio. Yes, who has been here several times, and we love having her on. 
Dr. Pamela Pine. Welcome. Thank you. So, um, Pamela, and I'm going to try and get this right because you're trying to get the correct a little bit. But um, Pamela is, has a PhD and she is from Maryland. She's the founder and CEO. She was the founder and CEO of Stop the Silence. Stop Child Abuse Now. And um, that's a nonprofit. Stop Child Sexual Abuse. Sorry, Child Sexual Abuse. And then in 2021, Stop the Silence became the Department of the Institute on Violence and Abuse and Trauma. And so she is um, a director doing that. And um, I don't think I'm going to go into the whole thing, Pam. I think that you need to let us listen to what you want to tell us tonight and instead of going a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and map my lines so that we don't have this echo. And um, if anybody wants to ask a question or anything, please feel free to, to raise your hand on the electronic um, talk radio. And we will bring you on and have a So it looks like we've already got some people watching us on Facebook. So I'm going to go ahead and let Pamela take over. We're going to let you. Wax poetic. I'm going to wax poetic. First of all, thank you very much, uh, all three of you, for, for having me on tonight. Uh, this is this is this is particularly appreciated because of the timing. Stop the silence. Stop child sexual abuse, which was a freestanding nonprofit, an um, international nonprofit based in Maryland, became, as you said, Kim, uh, a department of the Institute on Violence, Abuse, and Trauma, which is. Uh, out in uh, San Diego, headquarters are out in San Diego, California. I'm still out in Maryland um, in an office on the East Coast. And what we are doing and have been doing now for quite some time is to focus on four areas. And they are uh, advocacy, education, training, and policy development and reform. There are four areas. Those four, areas, those four areas, those four areas started uh, 22 years ago. That was the original model, and it's what we're doing today. So under uh, the IVAT umbrella, we have three, primarily two, and really, really primarily one, really important projects that I'd like to tell you a little bit about. One you see in the background uh, over my, my shoulder here, and it's, it's our, our, our book. It's called Stop the Silence, Surviving After Child Sexual Abuse, and it is a bestseller on Amazon. It was written by 23 international authors, including myself, Kim, and many others. It brings, brought together people from nine different countries. And each one of them wrote their stories. There are 20 survivors of child sexual abuse who wrote chapters. And there is one protective one person who is working, who is working with survivors, 
myself. I also wrote uh, I wrote the first chapter and uh, the conclusion. <clears throat> that book not only provides people's heartfelt and lived stories, but what it also does is that at the end of every chapter, it provides a section called the practice. And the practice provides really important information that is coming from lived and educational experience, uh, um, background academic experience as well. And that experience is provided for survivors to help them heal, certainly in 22 chapters, all of them different and all of them providing different suggestions, advice, information, something is bound to resonate with survivors. But it's also a, a book that's really important for individuals who are helping to treat survivors of child sexual abuse. It gives them practices that they may not be aware of or have never used before, and it provides that information in a way that shows them how successful these kinds of practices can be for people. So it's a really important book, and, and since you gave me uh, screen sharing capability, I am just going to go ahead and throw the that up for everybody to see uh, the background uh, of the of the book. If, if if you go to Amazon and you just and you search book stop the silence surviving after child sexual abuse, it will come up. And we've got some really wonderful. We've got 41 already on Amazon. We have 41 five star reviews. I mean, probably 41 people aren't all wrong, right? It's, it's a good book, and everybody has said how important it was for them to read and how it has been helpful and believed and, and also underscored that they, that they believe that it can be helpful for others. So people who have reviewed this book on the cover include Sandy Capuano Morrison, who is the CEO of IVAT, Angela Rose, who is the founder, and, and we also have Victor Veet, and Victor Veet is kind of a household name as well. He's a key and very, very important prosecutor, uh, as well as a teacher and a trainer, et cetera, uh, with regard to child abuse uh, and adverse childhood experiences overall or ACEs. So that's, that's one uh, project and program that I wanted to tell people about. But then there is also, hello there, Bill, it's nice to see you. I can't hear. Oh, hi, hi. Uh, there, another project that I wanted to tell you about is, and I'm going to change my background for this one because that's the easy way to tell you about it. And if you give me half a second, I will get that up. There we go. So about, yeah. Can you hear me? Um, you are muted on oh. Zoom. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> okay, there you go. Was, have I been the whole time? On Zoom, I think, yeah, oh, I think my it goodness. was. I just noticed somebody said that they weren't hearing you, and so I looked down. So sorry. So really fast, I'm going to go back over for people who are who are on Zoom. Let me just let me just get uh, let me share my screen for a second. So this is our Stop the Silence: Thriving After Child Sexual Abuse book, 
and it's written by 23 international authors. Uh, nine different countries uh, are represented here. Uh, all 23 authors tell their stories, and there's a section on each part of every story that's called the practice, and it allows people to draw on information that's been lived and academic experience. Uh, providing guidance on healing and moving forward, but it also is not only for survivors, it's also for people, practitioners, practitioners who may need some additional information about what they can do about people that they are helping, helping heal. Uh, it is available, it's been reviewed online um, on Amazon by 41 people, five stars, all across the board, which I think is pretty marvelous. And uh, it's been reviewed by pretty important people. Uh, and some of those people are on the back cover, Sandy Keppel on the margin, who's the CEO of IVAT, Angela Rose, the founder and executive director of Pay, and uh, Victor Heath, who is a really world-class prosecutor of of adverse childhood experiences uh, in the court. So I love you. It's just by the way, it's available in hard copy. It's also available as a downloadable electronic file. It's also available as an audible book. It, it would be wonderful if additional people went, read the book, passed it around, uh, provided information to other people, and if you're so inclined, and I love it, is to write a review. That would be marvelous. Uh, one of the ways that Amazon um, uh, promotes books is drawing on how many people, in fact, have written, have, have bought the book and have written reviews. So uh, if you see a way to do that, that would be really great. I think you'll love the book. People, this, this dragonfly, this beautiful, beautiful painting of the dragonfly, uh, first of all, was provided to us uh, free of charge. I, I saw this on the web, and I, I asked the, the artist, uh, whose name is Sinclair uh, Stratton, I believe it is. Uh, and uh, she, she was really, really gracious. And she recognized the importance of it, and she said, sure, go ahead and use it. I'll please, you know, let people know who painted it, but sure, go ahead and use it. The dragonfly is, is a symbol all over the world for change and growth and transformation and a whole bunch of other really wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, attributes. Um, can, can, I can, can, can I interrupt for a minute? Can I interrupt for a minute? So can I interrupt for a minute? 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 Can I interrupt uh, and uh, we're, we're hoping literally to get this book into the hands of people all over the world. We're trying to get it translated into five more languages, maybe languages of the world, if not more. So we're working on that as well. But this book already has shipped to Taiwan, India, the UK, uh, various other parts of Europe, New Zealand, 
Guam. So it's, it's getting around. It's getting around, and, and we want to get it around even more. So that's the that project that we're working on that is really important. It has the capability of really helping survive the skill as well as helping people who are helping uh, survivors uh, to, to move forward with their lives and to become survivors. The second program, uh, unless I'm talking too much and anybody has a question, want me to pause there for a second? Why don't I pause there for a second see if anybody has a question? Yeah. Check in with anybody. And, well, Bill's on with us. So did you have anything you'd like to say, Bill? Or even just hi? <laughs> I'm a little confused about how this is Victoria. I can't. I can't understand anybody. figure it out. anybody hear me? Going on a little bit, but you're not hearing on blog talk. Is that what you're saying? Oh, you know what? I was on, I was muted on blog talk. Now, now you. Can. Well, yeah, it's always, the electronics are always, always working out. It'll be fine. But, um, should we go on, keep live talk, and see if anybody wants to ask someone a question? We've this got, is Victoria. Uh, can you hear me? Right there? Yeah, yeah. This is Victoria. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello? Yeah. All of your mics are echoing, and you can't hear anything anybody's saying. I think you got to mute your blog talk radio if you're going to be on Zoom because you can't hear nobody saying nothing. It's just all blah, 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 blah. I haven't heard nothing you said. It's crazy. Okay? That's my feedback. Well, maybe, I mean, sometimes they uh, you, you, you recommend, you recommend that, that when one person is talking, everybody else is mute. So, Bill, Victoria, if you could mute while I'm talking, I'll mute while you're talking, and we'll see if that works. No, whoever's talking is double echoing, even if it's just one person talking. I'm not mm-hmm. on Zoom, but I can hear everybody that's been talking just singly is double echoing off of um, Black Tech Radio in the room, it's, it's really bad. Yeah, we might have to do some yeah, we might have figuring it all out. Well, well I think that's a good idea to try and do it. Well, I wonder, Kim, I mean... Who is that? Who's 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 that? Now, are you are you hearing everybody on blog talk? Is that what you're saying, blog talk or on Zoom? I have blog talk turned down. I have my phone turned down. 
I'm not sure who I'm hearing, when I, when that time, you know, I heard this was Charlie and Tim, and they changed the time, but not aware of the other ones, so it's just all over each other, without trying to communicate. I'm going to yeah. get off because this I'm getting might, migraines. Work out I got to well. get off. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Are you everybody on a lot of So what, so what do you think? Should we play so that? Uh, and just go to the block park? I just go to block park? I have my phone turned all the way down, and I believe that all the audio I'm hearing is really from, um, from Zoom somehow. dropped for a moment. She might be right back. I'm the 323 and I can, I'm listening on my phone okay. to the blog talk radio only. Okay. Right now. Okay. As I close Zoom. So, do you want to start over, Pam, a little bit? Sorry about that. I apologize no for all the confusion. But no problem. No problem. Sure. So, so, the way I, I, 23 years ago, I, I'm an international public health uh, development and communication person um, working internationally for the last, wow, boy, 46 years. And 23 years ago, I started getting educated about what was going on with specifically child sexual abuse. And uh, it horrified me. I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. I was horrified. And I also couldn't believe that not, neither I nor any of my public health colleagues had ever had one course in childhood trauma. I, I think that's just an amazing fact, given the impact that child trauma, child sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, neglect, uh, and all the other types of childhood traumas have on these poor little beings. And 
the impact that it continues to have on adolescents and the adults they become, and therefore their families, their communities, their societies, their countries, their nations, and their economies, that somebody saw fit to not include one course, uh, one course through a PhD in international health communication, a master's degree in public health, and a master's degree in international affairs is quite amazing. I don't know what they're doing today. I mean, this is 20 years ago after all, but that's amazing. And I started reading and reading and reading about child sexual abuse at that point, and I felt the need to do something about it. Very, very, very long story short, I started an organization, a nonprofit, an international nonprofit based in, in Maryland called Stop the Sound, Stop Child Sexual Abuse. And we have four pillars, advocacy, education, training, and policy development and reform. And those four pillars that I started out with are the same four pillars that we're working on today. In 2021, after having collaborated for many, many years, like 15 years with the Institute on Violence, Abuse, and Trauma, and recognizing that I wanted Stop the Silence to have a home, a permanent home. Uh, it became uh, a department. So it's now Stop the Silence, a department of the Institute on Violence, Abuse, and Trauma, or IVAT. IVAT is headquartered out in San Diego. I'm still in Maryland. So I go see those guys twice a year, once in Hawaii and once in San Diego. Not bad places to travel to for their summits, and we get together at that time. Uh, it's been a wonderful mm, inclusion for for me. Uh, they support and do most of the administration, which, frankly, I never really particularly enjoyed for 20 years. But they also are enormously supportive of the programming that I want to see move forward. We have three primary projects right now, and those projects include an online, affordable, go-at-your-own-pace, uh, comprehensive uh, education, online education program, which provides a certificate to a master's degree if you decide to go on past the certificate. And the vision for this program is literally to put the world on the same page. I do not know, and I did do some research. It was an exhaustive research, but I did do some research and do not know of any other program that provides this kind of degree in child protection. That's what you get the certificate in. That's what you can go on and get the master's in. So it's a certificate or and master's degree in child protection. Very comprehensive. We have amazing people doing the presentation. Some of, the, some of the folks who are doing the presentations are worldwide. You wouldn't have access to them otherwise. We also have priced this program so that it is truly affordable for people anywhere in the world. Uh, it is one price for the Western, Western world, and it is a very, very different price for lower-income countries or LICs. So what people will pay in Africa is certainly not the same that, that, uh, 
that people in the United States uh, will, will be paying. There are three courses in the certificate, uh, and there is a way for people to interact with each other online. And they, there is background reading. We provide all of the reading. And then there, for the master's degree, there's another three courses, each of the courses, by the way. And the courses are, for example, ACEs and advocacy and uh, these kinds of subjects. And then there's also policy reform and uh, mitigation. So it, it's a very comprehensive program. So three, three courses in the certificate with six presentations per course by some, some of the literally world-renowned uh, uh, researchers, educators, presenters. Uh, um, Vincent Felivi is one of them, for example. And then uh, we have three courses in the master's, uh, three, uh, three courses in the master's with six presentations as well, a couple of papers and a dissertation. So the certificate takes three months or less, uh, a lot of interaction with other students online, and the master's degree takes anywhere from 12 to 24 months, depending upon both how fast you work as well as how complex your dissertation is that you identify. We, uh, we provide uh, the, the mentors, the academic guides um, for the study. So it's, it's enormously important program we need, not that we want only, we need, we absolutely need to put the world on the same page with regard to this information. Uh, whether one is in Africa or Asia or Latin America or the United States or Europe or anywhere else in the world, it is this the adverse childhood experiences, child sexual abuse is going on all over the world. And we don't all know what it is, what we can do about it, the actions we can take, the skills that we need. It's not going to change. I mean, we've all been doing this for quite a while. I mean, me, 23 years. And things have changed, but certainly, certainly, certainly not enough. So it's a very important program. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, you can access the information about it really easily. And our website is ivatcenters.org slash stop dash the dash silence. And I'm going to say that again. It's I-V as in Victor, A-T-I-V-A-T-Centers, C-E-N-T-E-R-S.org forward slash stop dash the dash silence. And there you'll find all the information that you need about that program. And the next, the next project or, or focus that I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to stop there, Kim, and see if anybody does have any questions, wants to ask anything or make a statement or what have you. Yeah, let's do that. Thank you. Um, I guess what my question is, why do you think that people haven't done anything about it until this time, until now? Why is it just well, now getting started? Well, you mean you mean the education program or you mean the overall yeah. focus? Well, the education program? Well, probably both. Well, probably both. <laughs> Sorry? 
I was just going to say probably both because, oh, you know, why haven't yeah. we been educating the professionals who are the ones that are taking care of the children when they come in and, and say that something happened? Why aren't they getting more of an education? Why has it just been so nonchalant? Here, this is your basic yeah. counselor. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, that answer is, is similar or very, very similar to the answer to the question overall, why have we not done more? And why we have not done more, there are lots of reasons to that. It's an appalling um, and repugnant subject. It makes people uncomfortable when you put child and sex in the same sentence, most people want to crawl under a rock, understandably. It's also so close, as we all know, to the family or to community members who are known by the family or known by the child, making it all that more difficult to address because it gets very sticky emotionally and legally and everything else very, very quickly. And then there is also, of course, the grooming aspect and telling those kids that if they say anything, that people will laugh at them, that people will be disappointed in them, that people won't believe them, uh, that people are going to give them a problem, you know, all, all of that, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, the gift giving and, you know, the children not knowing really what they are supposed to do and being uh, pushed into silence. Um, and so we as a society, we as a, as, a, as, a, as, as a planet, we as a planet have stayed silent or very quiet about this forever because it has been going on forever. And so the subject in and of itself, you know, in terms of an educational focus, I think, well, it's, it's first, well, not first of all, but it is a big thing to take on. I mean, this has taken me a really long time. The master's is almost done. Uh, the, the certificate program to get all of these incredibly wonderful uh, presenters together and, getting everybody's presentation in, in final form and then getting it up on a, an electronic inter, interactive platform. I mean, this takes time. But besides all of that, it is the fact that it has been oh, so hard for people to, to address for, for so, so many reasons, some of which uh, I've already stated. So I think I think Kim, things are changing. I mean, when when I when I started this this the focus my focus on this 23 years ago, you know, I, I joke, you know, that a half joke anyway that that I could clear a cocktail party in five minutes. You know, hey, so so Pam, Pam what what do you do? Yeah. Oh, I work. On, what I do you do? Sexual, yeah, I work on child sexual abuse prevention and mitigation, and it's like, oh my God, you know, really? I mean, like, let's not talk about that, you know. Uh, so right. they kind of walk off with uh, walk off with their martinis, you know. Uh, but uh, it's changed. I mean, when I used to call people for support or connections or what have you, people would literally lower their voices on the phone. 
as mm-hmm. if somebody was overhearing what I just said. Just the sheer mention yeah. of child sexual abuse would make the person on the other end of the phone lower their own voice as if they have now witnessed or heard something disgraceful, right? That doesn't happen to me ever anymore, which is really interesting. So it has taken 20 years less, actually, for us to change our recognition that it is a problem and it's something that we all need to do something about. Less than 20 years. That's not too bad as behavior change and advocacy and difficult societal issues go. Not too bad. Uh, I mean, if, if some of you may or may not remember, I mean, I grew up, you know, decades ago, and when I was a kid, you didn't say the word cancer, and you sure didn't say breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You didn't say the word breast out loud. You didn't say it amongst women. And you certainly didn't say it amongst mixed company. It, you, you didn't, the word never got out of people's mouths. So how do you say breast cancer, right? It was the big C, right, the big C. So that's changed. Yeah. Um, and, and so we, we are capable as, as a society, as a group, we're certainly capable of making this change. Unfortunately, this is not changing fast enough. I mean, as I started to say, it doesn't happen to me that people go silent on me anymore. They don't walk away from me anymore. But, but we need to do so much more. And, and, and what I say and what I believe and what, in fact, I know is that we have the capability as a community, as a society, as a nation, uh, through all different kinds of means, including governmental support, to make a change on this child sexual abuse and other adverse childhood experience. We know how. We know who to call on. We have the skills. What we don't have enough of is the will. And I will put that on the powers that be as well as society overall. Uh, If the government is not funding in a, in a fundamental way, changes in how we perceive these kinds of issues and they are not funding or supporting endeavors and, uh, and, and means and actions and activities to make a fundamental society change, then we, in fact, are making a choice. It's not that, oh, it just didn't happen. We're making a choice. Where do we put our money? And frankly, I can't think of a better place to put a whole lot of money into making sure that children are safe across the board. Because those children, they are going to grow up into adolescents, and they are going to grow up into adults. And they are going to have problems if they have been traumatized as children. And as we all know, those those traumas impact them in psychological, neurological, physiological, and in terms of overall life expectancy. How can we continue to make the choice not to do something about this, right? 
So where well, were yeah. I was just yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just thinking that um, you know a big part of it also could be as as far as it not being talked about is because the statistics are so high that it's happening in the family. Absolutely. So if it's happening in your own family, then how you know how do you get that out? How do you know? And I you know when I do my classes too, I talk about that. How how do you know if if you're growing up in that environment and that's all you've ever known? That's normal to you. That's your normal. Right. Right. And and, um, and, and you don't yeah. necessarily know different unless you see different. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we 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 need to do better. We just we absolutely need to do better. So we're we're we are working really really hard to make sure that better is what we see in our near and our medium term and our long term future. So the book, you know, this book is one way that we're 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 doing that. And I haven't talked about the book on the blog talk yet, so I will in a moment. But the where I started was with the online education program. If you have any interest in improving your skills uh, and your understanding, it's a really, really wonderful way to do it. Uh, the students that are working on their certificate programs now, I think, are really, really happy with uh, the information that uh, they are being exposed to. So that that's a wonderful thing. And then we have this book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Stop the Sounds Thriving After Child Sexual Abuse book. It's on Amazon. It's a bestseller, a number one bestseller. Uh, it has 41 uh, uh, reviews already, all five star. So uh, I think people are finding the book really useful in terms of uh, helping survivors heal, but also helping therapists and psychologists and MSWs, et cetera, et cetera, work with people who uh, are are survivors uh, of child sexual abuse. And uh, we have that and had that in mind when we were writing this book, which was written by uh, uh, 20 survivors of child sexual abuse, one protective parent, one person who is working with survivors and myself, uh, who has been working on the issue of child sexual abuse now for 23 years. And every one of those chapters, which tells people's stories, also has at the end of the chapter, a section called the practice, which provides guidance and helpful ideas and, and strategies and uh, activities for survivors to heal. Uh, and also uh, is it makes available those strategies for therapists, and psychologists, et cetera, et cetera, so that they understand the various types uh, of possibilities for for uh, for for helping survivors become thrivers. And uh, so we're we're really proud of the book. Uh, it's it's now uh, gone. It's now it's now been. Um, provided uh, to people in numerous places in the world, in Europe, in India, in Taiwan, in the United States, in the UK, other parts of Europe. Uh, so we're trying to also get it translated into another five languages. 
and uh, my 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 goal is to see this book all over the world. I think it's that helpful, and uh, I think the people who have so far read it believe that as well. And then we have our wonderful Thriver campaign. We have incredible T-shirts, and you can go on our website, and I'll repeat the website. Uh, you can go on the website uh, and and pick up one of these t-shirts which is in all different sizes and all different colors which that with that beautiful uh dragonfly that's on the cover of our book by the book with the book by the way is on amazon i might have said that but i'll say it again um and uh it's an i'm a thriver and everybody's a thriver of something after all so people don't have to be concerned or worried and you know is somebody going to pick me out of the crowd am i going to have to speak about my own abuse no you're a thriver. I mean, I've got big, big guys in my gym are buying this T-shirt. They love it. Uh, my son is wearing it. Uh, and it's just, it's really, it's in beautiful colors. They're colors of the rainbow. The, the, the painting that was, uh, that the artist allowed us to use of the dragonfly, which is symbolic of change and growth and, and, um, uh, and, uh, opportunity and uh, all different wonderful kinds of, um, of um, uh, 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 I don't know what word to use, um, basically you know, just, just different, different types of, of, of um, activities in, in life, um, outcomes in life that, that um, are, are positive. So it's a beautiful symbol, it's a beautiful painting. The I'm a Thriver campaign T-shirt is really wonderful to uh, to wear um, wherever you go, and uh, people will ask you about it as they do me. I wear it all the time. I've got like three or four different colors. So you know, it's we're yeah, doing a lot beautiful. of work. Yeah, uh, we're really trying to put the world on the same page. And I know you and Bill, you, Kim and Bill and Victoria, I mean, I know that you are uh, all trying to do that as well. And uh, it's going to take us all, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take a lot of effort. It's going to take people coming together. Uh, Stop the Silence uh, is, uh, which is a part of the Institute on Violence, Abuse and Trauma, is uh, very, very um, accommodating and collaborative. So if there's something that you like to do, or be a part of, uh, you, you can write to me. Now, my uh, email address is Pamela P, so that's P-A-M-E-L-A-P. Like, like you asked the last name Pine, my initial of my last name, Pamela P, at IVATcenters.org, and that's I-V as in Victor, A-T, centers, with an S, dot org. Um, and our specific website, uh, you just put a forward slash after that org, and it's stop-the-silence. Um, but my, oh, so my email, my gosh, that was, that's my website. I started doing with my, my email. My, I'm sorry, Pamela P. Oh, let me do that over again completely. <laughs> Pamela P. at ivatcenters.org, and our website is ivatcenters.org slash stop-the-silence. So I'm also going to excuse myself and not not leave, but um, um, let people know why I sound tired is because I start at six o'clock in the morning and it's now like going on nine o'clock at night and I really 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 wanted to do this with you all, but that's why I'm tired. 
So my apologies. Apologies. <laughs> sure. If I'm not 100% no. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're but, one of those early morning people. <laughs> I am. I'm very, very, very early morning. But, you know, I'm wondering if if or if folks are still on and if anybody has any questions. Yeah. Um, love to get a conversation going if, if that's possible. Sure. So, so Bill is on the phone with us, and um, and then we also have Ward on with us. And I just want to okay. let you guys know, um, I got a text message from one of our old hosts, and he was watching on Facebook Live, and he said he could hear us very good. It was very clear huh. on that's Facebook Live. So that's good to know. That's good information that um, we were actually yeah. doing it live. I think maybe if we just made sure that everybody was muted, I think that might have been part of the problem is not everybody was muted. And that so it was been. that echoing going on. But, yeah, I mean, I think it worked pretty good. And it, so that first intro part that you did will be on Facebook Live. And okay, great. And on there. And if you yeah, want to send all your information, we can do that. That's great. I got through quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Okay, so let's open it up. The lines are all open. If anybody has anything they want to say, you're on with Pam. Anyone? I just want to No, that's okay. <laughs> Hello? 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 Hey. Is that word? Hey there, Wade. Oh, it's going great. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a complete package when you throw it all together like this, Pam. Um, you know, it just, everybody, a lot of people bounce off the walls for so long and trying to wrap their head around it. And I'm sure it was that way for you uh, for a while, but you really got a grasp on things and, I just want to thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ward. Ward is one of my favorite people in the world. Ward does our social media. Uh, and he's, I mean, what what is extraordinary uh, about Ward, well, there are a lot of extraordinary things about Ward, but, but what comes primarily to mind when I think about you as a survivor of so much childhood trauma is the amount of not not only the amount of healing that you have done, but your ability to express yourself and your truth in an incredibly open manner that anybody who has been through similar types of experiences can both empathize and sympathize with. And that's an extraordinary trait. Uh, you know, we've, we all of us have lived through stuff, right? We've all lived through stuff. But not all of us are willing or able to not only lay it on the table, but lay it on the table in a way that helps other people be who they are and say their truth. And so 
you know, I mean, Ward, you know, I started to get to know Ward for anybody listening, for Kim and anybody else and Bill. I started to get to know Ward, really get to know Ward only a few years ago. I mean, we had known of each other. Um, he's been working now for Stop the Silence for a few years. But, you know, I I started to get to know Ward at a time in my life uh, when I'd been through some pretty tough stuff. And my trust level was not very high. Uh, and and I think I think we're sometimes not even aware of how compromised our belief in other people, um, our faith in ourselves to make the right decisions, understand what's going on around us. I don't, I don't even know if we're always really cognizant about that. I would say we're often not. And Ward, being who he is, and this is about Ward, being who he is, it, it was only a matter of time that I was ultimately absolutely convinced of his genuineness and his sincerity. Honestly, that doesn't happen to me often. I'm 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 really strong and I've done a lot in my life and I'm really proud of it. But for people to get close to me, it doesn't happen very often. And and what that what that what that means for the survivor community is that they not only have an advocate, they have a defender, they have a mouthpiece, they have a spokesperson, they have a heart, um, they have somebody truly genuine in their corner. So thank you, Ward, for complimenting me. So I just thought I'd do it in return. Well, thank you, Pam. You're, you're, you're an incredible asset. You're an incredible asset. And I, pre- I appreciate it hugely. I really, really, really do. Yeah. But, you know, I it, mean, just goes, take, Yeah, go ahead. It, it goes both ways. I, I truly appreciate you and everything you do. You know, the, the, the mark you make is going, and it's going to keep on going. And it's just like the mark I make. It's just two different marks, but they're in the same kind of department, you know? Right. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the, the whole idea here is, you know, when I, when, I start, when, I, when I start talking about putting the world on the same page, it's, that's exactly what I mean. I'm trying to put, we are trying to put the world on the same page. Uh, we need to continue to talk about this. We need to continue to uh, have uh, actions uh, that, that speak to wide publics. Uh, and we need to continue to promote um, and ensure the safety of of children and and all different forms. I mean, you know, when we're, we're talking about child sexual abuse, but we're also talking about other adverse childhood experiences, and those are wide and they're broad, and they include having uh, an explosive alcoholic parent in the home 
or having domestic violence happen in the home in front of children, uh, you know, having a, a parent incarcerated, somebody using drugs, you know, hard drugs in the family. I mean, all of these things create these atmospheres for for children that uh, give them so much less of a chance in the world. And it takes so much effort. You can, you can never undo it. You know, so undo, undo is a word that I was about to use. It's not undoing it, but it takes so much effort to heal the damage that has been caused. Wouldn't it be smarter if we just prevented it? I mean, so much would be, so much would be saved. So much would be saved. For everybody, I mean, as we all know, with one out of four girls, more than one out of four girls, and one out of six boys sexually abused before the age of 18, there's a lot of kids. It translates into more than 42 million adult survivors of child sexual abuse in the United States alone. And given that we all know what all this does to these kids who become adolescents, who become adults, it affects their school, it affects their work, it affects their, their, whether they're able to show up well for life overall. It affects the economy, it affects their family, it affects every aspect, and we all, whether we know it or not, we all know somebody. We all know somebody who's been affected in these ways. It breaks my yeah, heart. I mean, what are you going to say, Kim? So, no, I was just going to say that, um, well, first of all, I, I loved what you said about Ward. So I, I was wondering if, um, I was going to say, Ward, if, have you ever been on NASCA? We'd love to hear your story sometime if you want to come on to NASCA. So, um Yeah. I just love that program that you're doing. Thank you for doing that. 
that's great because we need that education. Yeah. Yeah, Ward, uh, you know, he has he has also a really unique ability to, you know, lay down a truth one minute, minute and then post about cute little pussycats the next and make everybody smile. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Well, I got to I got to continuously uh break the ice with me because the ice is really thick and hard. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, so you know we're we're we are recruiting for um, uh, next semester for the certificate starts on September fifth, if anybody is interested, okay. and uh, it's uh, it's it's really it's an enjoyable program. I think people are getting a lot out of it, and then uh, the masters will be up and running um, by January. So I'm finishing that up. We've got uh, just about all the presenters uh, recruited at this point, um, and it's a pretty heavy-duty bunch. So I'm hoping that by September all the presentations will be done, and then we turn all those presentations along with the readings over to our colleagues um, at the University of Applied Research and Development, UARD, which is based in the UK, but run out of New Zealand. Uh, Craig Hansen is the head, the founder and the head of uh, UARD. And so then we turn the, all the tapings and the materials over to, to Craig and his team. And they go ahead and, and, and uh, do their magic in terms of setting up the program online and uh, allowing people to uh, interface with each other and discuss topics and answer questions and reply to each other. And yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a really, really good system. It's also very, very easy. It's really simple. It's very, uh, what's the word that means uh, um, obvious? Um, it'll come to me anyway. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really well-designed system. Um, so if you're interested and anybody's listening and you're interested in, in uh, that, uh, that program, it starts again on uh, the new certificate semester starts on September 5th and the master's will be ready by early January. So do you need to have um, your bachelor's then before going into that? Is that yeah. Yes, so, yeah, you have to have a bachelor's degree um, because it's a post it's a postgraduate uh, certificate, um, and then the 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 the, uh, the credits or the points we've got a U.S. U.K. system. The credits or, or the points um, are um, can be applied towards the master's, but you do need an undergraduate degree. Um, but that could be. Uh, you know, I'm, we're not looking for a specific type of undergraduate degree, you know, whether it's in, in the, the humanities or whether it's in the sciences or social work or psychology or education, that's, that's, it's all absolutely fine. But it is a postgraduate certificate and then on to the master's. So do you have set times that the class is going, or is it pretty much you do it on your own time? And, yeah, that's the one. That's also part of the wonder of it is that it's any it's 24 hours a day. You want to log in at one o'clock in the morning wherever you are. That's absolutely fine. 
You know, so people are talking to each other by providing uh, input, you know, interchanges online. So, you know, somebody answers a question. We, we pose questions, you know, after, uh, after, each, uh, uh, after each session, after each uh, course. Um, it's actually after each, uh, not only course, but presentation. So people are, are, are um, interchanging with each other online. Um, it's, it's at your own pace, uh, at your own call. So, you know, if you go on at 1 o'clock in the morning and then uh, Julie uh, doesn't get up until 1 o'clock in uh, the afternoon, you know, she, she can log on and, and see the comments that uh, were posted there by, you know, Joe and uh, respond to him and uh, move on from there. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's very, um, uh, gosh, this word is just on the tip of my tongue. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a very obvious program. There is a word that means that. But anyway, it's a very, it's a, it's very easy to navigate program. And uh, I think people are learning a lot. I do. I, you can't help to. These, the present, there's some of these presenters that we have are people, are the people who developed for example, some of the therapies that are being used widely now to uh, work with children and adults. And of course, as I mentioned, uh, uh, we have four videos by, uh, from Vincent Politi, um, who goes through the entire beginning of how the ACE study came to be and why it came to be. And um, many people know that story and it had to do with him doing research uh, alongside uh, Kaiser Permanente and uh, Robert and uh, and uh, what they what they were doing was research with um, a group of uh, morbidly uh, obese women, and what their research showed was that the common denominator amongst these women was child sexual abuse, and they saw the results and they actually thought they were wrong. They said, "How could this?" possibly be? What is this about? And that's when the whole ACE study opened up and ultimately included more than 17,000 people, so not a small data set, right? And what they found is that all these traumatic events are impacting people uh, all the way through to not, not only psychological distress, not only physical distress, but chronic diseases heart disease, cancer, uh, you know, various types of other chronic, chronic ailments and, and, and early death. It's taking years, it's literally taking years off of people's lives. But we have people like, like, like that, Vincent Felitti, who has provided videos for, for this program to use. Um, and then we have Tony Manorino, Manorino, I think I'm saying his last name correctly, who, who, who developed uh, an entire uh, uh, therapy uh, for children that now is widely used. I mean, these are you know, very prominent presenters. And it would be hard-pressed to, to get these, to, to get access to these people and this information except through this course. I mean, you know, of course, you can read the articles, but it's very different having the person who actually put together these ideas tell you about them. 
So I was also curious, will FAFSA cover some of it as well, or is it something that needs to be paid for out of your own pocket, or can you get funding for it? Ask the question again. I know I know you're talking about tuition, but ask the question again because I didn't get the whole thing. Yeah, can you do? Can you use like FAFSA for it, for instance? Could you use that money, the FAFSA money, or? Um, you know, other other loans to you to go oh, for. Oh, you know, I, I actually I've never had anybody ask me that before. The the uh, the the uh, the certificate, which takes three months or less to do, is twelve hundred dollars. And if you have access to grants or other monies that. I, I actually don't know. I don't have the answer to that, actually, Kim. Um, I mean, if you have access to a grant that can be applied to an educational program, I would assume it could be applied to this. I would assume, but I don't know. Yeah. And then the the uh, the master's degree uh, is an additional uh, six thousand. This is for the West. We we slash the prices um, for the lower income countries or LICs. Um, they're splashed. Uh, but, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, a young woman who was uh, had just completed her master's, and I said, yeah, so basically for $7,200, you get a master's from an accredited university. And she said, it costs me 40 uh, I said, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I was thinking I'm that was good. Yeah. Sorry. And that was a good yeah. price too. I was thinking that was yeah. a good price too after having two daughters go through college and like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. I mean, I'm I'm about to put a kid through a graduate school, and uh, I'm gonna we're gonna be paying far more for the two years than seventy two hundred dollars. You know. So yeah, I mean we we've worked very hard to keep the prices down, to keep the the uh the level up, um, to keep the access to presenters high. And we're really, really proud of it. It's it's taken a lot of work, I will you know, I will admit, but you know, so does pretty much anything that matters. So that's okay. You know, yeah. we'll, we're um the the big the biggest goal now is literally to put the world on the same page and and to uh, make sure that people are aware or aware of it. Yeah. I think I put yeah. up on the, the... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I think I put up on the NASA Facebook page, I think I just uh, recently put up some information about uh, about the course. So I think people can find it there. Okay. Yeah, no, I was I was thinking, um, how would you compare? Because you do a lot of work overseas as well, or you did at one yeah. time. Do you think that we're all kind of on the same trajectory, and we're all just kind of coming about this at the same speed, or do you think that they're more advanced over there, or you know, as far as it goes? I think there there are a couple of places. I, I think there are a couple of places in Europe, Scotland being one of them. The the um, England is is uh, perhaps a close second. Um, they are passing uh, laws that are ahead 
and other and a few other places in Europe and Scandinavia as well. The passing laws that are ahead of everybody else. Um, there are now uh, if you threaten if you threaten a woman, um, uh, violence. Um, if you stalk, um, those are now. Um, uh, offenses that can be prosecuted. Um, uh, the United States is behind some of them, but in terms of the issue itself, I mean the numbers. The numbers I've looked at, you know, throughout the world, and they're m most of not all of them, but most of them are hanging around that one out of five kids. That's true for all, if we take Europe as a whole, all the countries in Europe, 32 or whatever countries there are, it's about one out of five kids. That's about what it is in the United States, statistically speaking. Um, in Africa, it depends. See, the pro problem, the problem with comparing these numbers is that the, all different types of studies have been done. Some are small community studies, and they've been done in a certain way. And some are national studies, and they've been done in a different way. They're asking different questions in different ways. Um, so it's a little hard sometimes to uh, compare um, the numbers because sometimes we're kind of comparing apples and oranges because the, the research has been done in, in pretty different ways. But I would I I do not know of anywhere in the world that is devoid of these problems. I don't know anywhere. Oh, no. Yeah. And and so there there are there are places that are stepping up faster um, than the United States has to address uh, both prevention and, and prosecution. Um, and then you know we have this really troubling issue. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I haven't followed it recently, so I may be talking out of turn or I may be uh, talking uh, historically. I'm not really sure. But there's this, been this battle between who's going to get money, the domestic violence uh, camp or the child protection camp. And um, some years back, I don't know, maybe it was five. No, it had to be longer than that because it was when Obama was president. Um, but I wound up in a meeting with Eric Calder at one point, and there was an absolute recognition that these camps can't be camps, that we are all in this together. And if you've got domestic violence going on at home, in the home, You've got a traumatized kid or kids in the home, mm -hmm. and we all really, really do need to get on the same page with regard to making sure that the environment is safe for everyone, women, children, as well as men and boys, for, of course, you know. Um, but we, we, we have to find a way to make sure that the money that is being made available is not money that ends up being uh, battled over, but is going to uh, support uh, the type of programs that is uh, that are going to allow for the overall safety of society. Uh, talking here about overall interpersonal violence. 
we need to look at this as a as an as an umbrella issue. It is interpersonal violence. If we are allowing people to hurt women um, and get away with it, uh, and, and there are children in the home, as I've said, those children are being hurt. Whether they are being physically hurt or not, they are being hurt, and that will impact them for the rest of their lives, and it will therefore impact us all. So, you yeah. know, we're, we're trying one, – one, one thing that we – thought of trying is to get the insurance companies on board with this course, because if they would uh, support uh, uh, various medical and, uh, and psychiatric and uh, therapeutic and psychological uh, practitioners to take this course, and they would support them for that, that would both not only uh, promote the program, but it would also help provide a, uh, a means by which uh, that people don't have to go looking for dollars to learn what they frankly should already know. I mean, I also tell, I, you know, I say this a lot, and it's not to denigrate any kind of profession at all, but I have given... I've given uh, training programs, lectures, talks, whatever you want to call them, to relatively newly graduated social workers who simply do not have the information that they need to carry out their jobs well. I don't know how that happens. I I don't know. And, And pardon me, I'm really not coming down on social workers. It's not about that but I have met too many social workers and child protective service workers who don't know enough about these these situations in terms of childhood trauma, child sexual abuse, child physical abuse, in order to be making the right calls. And these kids are winding up back in the homes of their abusers, court-ordered. That is unacceptable, unacceptable. I mean, I have watched police turn over children to their abusers. I've wa- I have personally witnessed that. It is an outrage. It's an absolute outrage. And this one case I'm thinking of, I, while this whole Scene was going on. I wa- with, I'm I'm crying at this point, and I'm looking at the police officer and saying, "Think, think. You are an officer. You have pledged for the safety to keep the safety of the community at the front and center. Does this child look like he has a normal?" father-son relationship with his father? Does it look like that to you? And his response to me, this officer's response to me was, well, it's court-ordered. I can't do anything about it. And I said, think. Think. Look at what is in front of you. Think. Can't do anything about it. It was court-ordered. You know, and I was just 
I mean, I I wonder. I don't even know what would have happened if, okay, it was court-ordered. What if the police said, I'm using my own judgment, and I'm saying that this kid is not safe. He does not want to be with his father. This kid, this kid was thrown over his father's shoulder, okay, and this kid is, is pounding his father on the head, saying no, 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 no. And I'm saying this, this, this cannot stand. I don't even know what would have happened if the police actually took a stand and, and, and looked at the situation and did the right thing. What would have happened to that police officer? I don't know. I really don't know. But we, we cannot, we cannot just tolerate these kinds of situations. This has to stop. Police need to take this course, you know? What would it take them less than three months, you know? Less than three months. Learn something about the situations that you're dealing with. You know, child protective service person, learn something about the situation. You walk into a home and you see something, you know, that doesn't feel right. You know, you need to be asking some questions before turning over kids to people who might be hurting them. Uh, and they probably won't go. Yeah, they probably won't even get into another place that's going to be healthy for them. I mean, the majority yeah. of the time they don't either when they go into yeah. foster care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty crazy yeah. stuff. It really is pretty crazy stuff. But uh, you know, we'll keep we'll keep talking. We'll keep talking. We'll keep. Uh, yeah. Um, the advocacy going, we'll keep the education going, uh, we'll keep the events going. Um, one thing that we would love to do, um, it's not this is no time soon because I got too much money on my plate already, but art as advocacy is an area that I've worked on as well, and I've seen what uh, what uh, music and uh photography and theater and film uh, can do to open hearts and minds. And if we can get that kind of thing going on a really, really broad scale. Um, I had a dream at one point and then COVID arrived um, to hold a massive uh, musical uh, kind of a, a advocacy and awards program and a gala and we were going to hold it in Africa and invite musicians from all over the world. Um, it's sort of like the, uh, there's, an, there's an AIDS conference every two years. Uh, you know, people who aren't in the AIDS or international health field may not know about it, but it's a pretty unbelievable event. And uh, thousands of people, I mean, tens of thousands. I think it was, I was, I was in uh where was I? Was I in Durban? Um, I think it was in Durban. Um, uh, anyway, it was South Africa. Uh, and this conference, uh, 18,000 people um, from all over wow. the world poured, poured into South Africa for this conference. And it was the, I think, of all, of, of everything I've ever been to or participated in, I think it was the most gentlest, kindest, 
open, accepting environment that I think I've ever been in. You know, I, I was I said maybe I should live at the conference. You know, I mean, even <laughs> if, if, if the, the the sex workers, the sex work, I mean, and, and all this can be done. You know, by 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 our uh, uh, about our focus as well. We just need to get a little bit more brilliant about how to bring um, the awareness um, and the information to a broad audience. But you know, there's there's this one point at which um, the sex workers um, uh, had made placards, and people were talking about sex work, and they didn't like the they didn't like the overall. Um, 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 format of of how they were being spoken about. Without a word, they walked down the two aisles of the major plenary room. You know, a huge auditorium that held thousands and thousands of people. Without a word, and they had these placards, and all they did was walk in, walk down the aisles, walk down the front of of all these chairs, and walk back out again with all these signs and uh, what they were what they were thinking and what kind of uh, attention um, and focus they wanted people to think about. You know, we just have to get a little bit more brilliant about how we are bringing this information to the world. And we have to do it all over the place. And we have to do it in collaboration. And we have to do it in support of each other. And that's a lot to pull together. It, it really is. And it's an enormous amount of work. But, you know, wouldn't it be incredible if we had an ACES conference every two years in different parts of the world? Wouldn't that be amazing, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah I the New York Times would be reporting on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for just all that you do, Pamela. We just can't even wrap our, our heads around. I can't anyway all that you do, and just being such a fierce advocate for us, um, we appreciate you. <laughs> no, thank you. It's important stuff. It's important stuff. So, you know, little by little, little by little. But thank you for having me on, Kim and Bill. I really do appreciate it. You know, you do such a good job of, of bringing information to people and um, getting people on who really have important uh, words and information to share. So I do. I sincerely do appreciate all the time and effort that you put into this. And week after week after week after week, it's a, it's a lot to do. Well, uh, I got to tell you that without people like Kim and the other hosts here, um, we wouldn't get done. I I have a, a a job that's like an overseeing job, but, and I still participate, of course. But without them and the volunteers. It wouldn't be. So I, I want to thank them. And I want to thank you, Pamela. You've been on our show numerous times, and you and I know each other well. Um, yeah. To, you know, to, um, to bring the solution however we can to the public. And I think 
telling the story, just like the book, telling the story to as many people as we can over time, you know, breaks down those walls. It, it allows us to say cancer without putting our hand over our mouth, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. And that, that's what we need to do. Uh, I am tired, I have to admit, but I want to keep going. So, yeah. yeah but thank you. Thank you so much for um, being here tonight, and thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. You bet. Yeah, and putting up with all of our, our technical issues, but it sounds like maybe we could get it going. We've just got to probably have practice to try it a couple, few times. And... We have to try a couple more times before we get it right. But yeah. Right a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Ward. You, Thank Ward, you, Ward, for being on. Great show. Yeah. Hey. You're welcome, Bill. Thank you. And thank you, Pamela. Thanks for staying on the whole time. We we got you the whole That's time. Fine. So go to bed. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I I say I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something, and this is important. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we take care, everybody. You have a nice evening. And, uh, Kim, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. And, Bill, take good care. Yeah. Thank you so much. God bless. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. So yeah, we can wrap it up now. And okay. It was a really good show. It ended up Yeah, yeah a really you, good show, you, even though we didn't get it on Facebook. Do you edit huh? these things or no? Like do you will you edit the first part out because of that or no? Um, I'm gonna have to go in and look at it and see exactly what what it looks like and if we can hear mm-hmm. it and all, everything. So I'll go in and look at it mm-hmm. and, and see right. what we can do. I mean, it went live anyway. So it was live for that short amount of time that we were yeah. on. Well, that's then, good. So, so, yeah. How many people were again? Yeah, how, many, how many people were on there at first, do you know? Um, so it looked like there was at least like five different people that were talking in the, the live mm-hmm. chat room. Okay. That's and, good. Um, and then also I didn't know, like um, John Anderson was one that, that sent me a private message that said he was the one that said that he could hear it once you unmuted. <laughs> once she was unmuted, then we could hear you just fine, and there wasn't really an echo or anything going on. Yeah. So that was so good. Yeah. So I think that maybe we just got to get everybody on board. I know Victoria wasn't really aware that this was happening tonight, and so it was kind of a last-minute thing. So I think she got flustered, and then she didn't want to come back on. But um, yeah, yeah. Right. That, the show the show's ended, so we're yeah. just chatting now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> They've yeah, already yeah. on, but, um, right. but yeah, yeah. But, yeah I'll look at it and see if we can post it. And but this gets posted, and there's not anything that's edited out or anything on on the blog talk. Okay. And that usually goes up within a half an hour or so after oh, cool. we're done. Okay. So, yeah, you're free to free. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Kim? Okay. Thank you, Pamela. Take care. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.